What's up, babes? This is Pat Dean, the newly coronated Pope of Manor Road. This episode of I Learn Nothing is brought to you by Kurgi Slippers. Folks, I know a little something about comfort, a little something about the good life. If you want to experience both of these, go to kurgis.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S, and use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to get 15% off your first order of slippers. Not only are these the best slippers you can put on your tired, beaten feet, but it helps fund an all-women art collective in Kyrgyzstan, giving them the resources they need to provide a living wage in a safe working environment. Kyrgyz is also looking into leasing warehouse space in Baltimore, giving jobs to refugees there that badly need work. You'll feel great, you'll aid a good cause, and you'll help this podcast. So far, we've sold 14 billion pairs, and we're looking to sell 14 billion more. So go to kyrgyz.com, K. A-Y-R-G-I-E-S dot com. Use the promo code NOTHING in all caps and treat your feet the way they deserve to be treated. You idiot. Hell yeah. International. Benjamin C. Cholock, uh, Dean of Fun Times at Princeton University, welcoming you to episode 90 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Who thought we live this long? Yeah, <laughs> 90 weeks. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Less than two years. We're, uh, we are infants. My name is Ben. Uh, I'm an infant. Uh, and I'm uh, here to teach philosophy uh, to uh, probably, I, c- I could just teach philosophy to uh, a guitar that or uh, philosophy to Tim the Cat. Hey, wait a minute. What's what's the fucking difference? Why I, am I even here? I don't know. Fuck this. What the hell? <laughs> Is this the end of the po- Could this be the end of the podcast? <laughs> but we keep our Patreon going for some reason? Yeah, just keep collecting. Yeah, <laughs> not putting out any. We don't put out any new content. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. Oh, I'd be even, I'd be furious. I guess that's also technically fraud, <laughs> right? Well, I don't know because like <laughs> they, a lot of people have done like, I don't know what it's like on Patreon, but like for like crowdsourcing stuff, like for Kickstarter, there have been some people who have just been like who've raised like a absurd amount of money and just never completed the project. Yeah, and they just get away with it. Um, but- I think nowadays they might have different. You know, regulations for that or whatever. Yeah, after so many people are pissed off that yeah. like they're being robbed. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I started a Kickstarter uh, to to get us back to the moon, and I raised uh, several billion dollars, but uh, couldn't get the right signatures on the forms. So. Right. Hi, I'm Elon Musk. Yep. I'm mentally ill. My name's Pat Dean, and I have seven billion dollars in the bank. <laughs> billion billion what would you do if you won if, if you woke up and you had seven billion dollars in your bank account with no explanation i disappear without a trace yeah you'd <laughs> abandon the podcast i would not tell anyone where i was going 
bet you'd I fuck. Would... I bet you'd sell it to. I bet you'd go to like Pittsburgh or something. <laughs> yeah, I just... Pits... up, local Pittsburgh Akron billionaire. Yeah, Akron, Ohio. <laughs> Akron, Ohio's most wealthy man, Ben Sherlock. You don't yeah. even change your name. <laughs> and then people are like, "Well, yeah, I mean, it's Akron. How wealthy can he be? Oh, seven billion dollars. So he's like unfairly rich. Well, that's insane. In Akron. <laughs> that's literally an insane amount of money. I don't yeah. think the uh, the founding fathers knew about that. Uh, that number. That's the thing. Like all the all the t- <laughs> talk of um, like from libertarians and people on like that side. Yeah, uh, our side. Yeah, our side. Sure. <laughs> Just you know, kind of claiming how sacrosanct it is to to be like you should be able to earn everything you fucking make, right? Like yeah. it all belongs to you. <laughs> and those are like the the principles that our founding fathers started. Yeah. And it's like I don't know if they knew about the number billion. There's no way they then. did. Yeah. I mean, like, they barely the, knew about, like, human freedom. Yeah, right. Yeah, they invented it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, well, you know, surely there won't be some kind of uh, weird system in place where uh, <laughs> the more money you make, it just replaces your uh, your voice. Right? Yeah. It replaces votes. It re- replaces media. It replaces everything. Insane. Yeah. They're just like, uh let's slow down on the money guys yeah also this is a good time to remind people that we do have a patreon five dollars a month gets you a bonus episode a week we learn about all kinds of fun stuff on there all kinds of crazy you'll have access to 51 episodes exactly 51 as of this recording as of this as of now you have 51 (laughs) episodes to listen to yeah and uh We've, we've learned about flat earth we 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 learned whether or not australia exists and yeah. I'm not. We, we we're learned, not going to we say. We learned on this episode. Yeah, we're not going to say. Episode. You have to subscribe to find out if it's real. Yeah, no spoilers. All right. Um. Well, anyway, my bitch. Uh, we're we're here on the non-Patreon one, the the bad one. Yeah, the one that we don't like to do. <laughs> I actually like because to it's do free. it. Because free. But but you hate it. We had nothing out of it. Well, here. Okay, so this is going to be exciting because we're talking about uh uh <laughs> guess who a dude. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, this is a serious dude city here in Cuck Nation Studios. It's always been dude city. I mean, there's like a, a, a smattering of V every once in a while, but like it's mostly D. <laughs> Reminds me of my life. <clears throat> a smattering of V every once in a while. Yeah, but then a, a breath of fresh V. Crashing back to normal. <laughs> By the way, someone wrote a very funny uh, post on our <laughs> on our Facebook about uh, the last episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so listen to the Phenomenology episode. It is yeah. phenomenal. Someone wrote a very funny yeah. comment. <laughs> um, Shout out to you, anonymous person. Yeah. So we really got to some truth in that one, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk about a philosophy podcast. We got to some truths about ourselves that we do not know about. Yeah. And frankly, I think we're okay with it. I think both of us walked away from that episode okay with our interaction. Yeah. From that episode, I walked away all right. <laughs> But um, today we're talking about a dude, and uh, he's actually your cousin. What? <laughs> your fucking cousin, Billy? Uh, <laughs> Billy O'Neill, or is it Peter Michael O'Neill? No, it's neither huh. of those guys. What's it's, it's David Mullery? David Mullery, <laughs> quarter Japanese. Did not know that for the longest Whoa, time. Really? How? He's, I mean, I guess I know how. Well, he's, ado- <laughs> he's, uh, he's yeah. I mean, Ben. Uh, he's a uh, he's an adopted gentleman, and oh, okay. uh, he for the longest time I never really thought about it. And then my mom was like, "Yeah, he's like a quarter Japanese," and I was like, "What? Does he look a quarter Japanese?" No. 
Well, then she could be. What if she's just lying? Well, some people, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but how could you tell? Did you ever see that? Um, <laughs> you ever see those tw- those those twins in uh, in England where um, both of their parents are are biracial and they uh, one of them is black and one of them is white and they look exactly the same and it's actually oh, yeah, it's I a real thing. It's not like a it's uh, super rare, but it happens every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do? Like, well, what if you know? You, you, you know how I, I know how you are. What if you had like like a, like a few beers and you're just saying all this racist stuff to like this like white chick and then she just showed you like like just her Facebook profile page and like her profile picture just her and her like black sister and you're like what? And like, oh yeah, these are my parents. Like none of this makes any sense. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be <laughs> saying racist shit after I said after but, a few beers. No, I wouldn't do that anyway. Hmm. But if you're saying that like. Let's say that somehow does happen. Yeah. What would I do in that case? What would you do? Um, <laughs> I would try to leave as jump as out a window. As yeah. yeah. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't run away necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like come close to it. I'd like make up an excuse. The first sword of Bravos does not run. Uh, okay, I guess I don't. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't have the sword of Bravos. <laughs> well, not yet. Not yet. Well, because of your. Racism, your unconscious racism that comes out after a few IPAs. <laughs> like one time, me and Ben were hanging out. Uh, we had each—I'm not, not gonna lie—we had each uh, had uh, quite a bit to drink. And I remember looking over at Ben, and I was like, uh, "What do you want to get for dinner?" And he was like, "I don't know, but I don't think uh, Hispanic should vote." And I was like, "What the hell?" Well, since I am allowed to say that, I agree with that. Oh yeah, you are part Hispanic. <laughs> oh yeah, that would take away responsibility for you for not voting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ben's like, well, I would love to go vote, but uh, I made it illegal. <laughs> I'm what Ben, am I president in this scenario. Uh, hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm the president. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Hispanic, ben. and I hate Hispanics. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of you being president but being too lazy to vote. <laughs> it's like I got a lot going on. Honestly, do, do you not think that maybe Trump forgot to vote? I um, bet he did not vote. <laughs> I don't know because he lives in New York and like there's no way New York, uh, uh, Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island. How many times do you think Donald Trump has been to Staten Island? I have to imagine zero. Yeah, probably zero. I don't think he's ever been there (laughs) except maybe, you know, to like campaign, I guess. But like there's no way he would ever find himself dead on Staten Island. You know, no, he might be found dead on Staten Island. Whoa. I mean, like that sounds like the place that he would go to. Like his, they his, love him there. His arc, <laughs> his arc. You know, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he is just a bumbling fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, he- who is now <laughs> like our leader? Yeah. Which is so sobering. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's know? like we got, we went to dinner with my mom and my dad and my brother. It's crazy that he's president. Yeah, and we were not <laughs> we, like, that's I'm not scratching any surface here. Right, but it but is like we, we, God. Got, we were talking about that at dinner where it's like it is really funny to think about like every once in a while I'll be like, "All right, he's a president." Yeah. And mom is like, "Yeah, all you have to do is call him, flatter him for a few minutes, and then bomb the shit out of us." And I was like, "Well, all right." Who And I said, "Who's ready for dessert?" <laughs> and they were like, "We haven't gotten our appetizers yet." And I was like, "I know." Yeah, we just parked. <laughs> yeah, Pat, we just you just heard an unpleasant thought, and again, shocker, ran to food. Yeah, ran to the sugar. <sighs> what a bummer! What a fucking bummer life is, dude. Like life is nuts. What are we learning about you, bitch? Well, luckily, we don't have to worry about much of it because nice. most of it doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this guy we're talking about, your cousin. Oh uh, right, David uh, Mullery. Yeah, David Mullery. 
quarter just, Japanese. I'll just call. I'll just call him David Mullery. Yeah. Um, no, he uh, was nice enough guy. This guy was born in County Kilkenny. Oh no. Yeah, or Kilkenny. I don't yeah, know how Kilkenny. you pronounce it. Kilkenny. I don't know. I'm sure they pronounce it Kilkenny. Well, you're more yeah, sure I'm than a, I am. I'm from, I have no idea how they fucking pronounce it. I'm uh, from El Salvador. My name's Ben. You're an asshole. <laughs> no, I'm not. And actually, that's uh, I'm that's from why Chile's. I'm pronouncing it that way. What? Because it's El Salvador. So you do have the fucking accent mark on the first syllable. Oh, there. do you? Yeah, you do. Great. I'm Dick. glad. Congrats. Okay. Congrats on your accent, Mark. Now shape up. De nada. Shape up or ship out, Ben. Um, I say to you. Okay. Well, speaking of sp- uh, shipping out, uh, man, this- I. All right. What? It's not like you were about to say a racial slur. You always think I'm going to say a racial. You just think I'm racist, <laughs> and it's also entirely fabricated. No, I'll. Uh, <laughs> it's, th- a, it's this world that you've invented in your own head. Well, because it's fun to pretend. Well, I, yeah, I guess. Okay, so actually, this is kind of what we're getting to. Um, this. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you kind of like you, you stumbled a little bit, so I really for a second was like, "Oh no!" Like, well, I was like, "Well, he can say it, right?" I'm like, "I think he can." It's a word you can say. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attempt it. No, I, I, I I'm gonna maintain that I'm allowed to say it. But sure, I'm not going to. Why not? Um, <laughs> um, my like, mom says that word so much. That makes no sense. So much. Really? She about, loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. About who? Like about herself? herself, about her family, about like really, yeah, like it just says it like oh, okay. I guess my mom does that a little. Well, no, not really. Did she say Mick? No, we're talking the word spick, basically. Yeah, yeah. My mom says spick a lot, That's which is so really funny. funny because she's she's from El Salvador. That's insane. And it's like I don't know, like she when she says it as a joke or an anger. No, no, no. Like as a joke. Like if she, she just kind of like says that about like everyone, everyone who is like actually Hispanic or Latino, <laughs> like including herself, she just calls them. <laughs> That's weird. He just calls them specs. Huh. It's like if I just went around and like, he's like, hey, look at that kike over there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Ben. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I'm a you kike never too. hear anyone say that. <laughs> no, that one's kind of old. That one's gone. Kinda. Yeah. Like you never hear anyone say, I've ne- I don't think I've ever heard anybody. Oh, actually, no. Oh, wait, what? So <laughs> I just remembered like, this. Welcome to our racial slur podcast. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I like that I said to Ben, we have to get to the topic quickly because I have to go to a show. And now we're just talking about his mom saying racial slurs. So I remember I, a teacher uh, in, in, in college one time accidentally said it. What, Kike? Yeah. He said uh, he was talking about somebody like. I don't even know. I I promise. I I honestly don't even know what we were talking about. But at one point, he said like, "Yeah." Then I thought these guys. Yeah, if you do that, like I thought they were gonna like kike it or something. And then he kept talking, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and like no one reacted because I think a lot of people didn't know what that word meant. And I was like, "Oh, I see what he's doing." Wait, there. did he mean to, like to like say verb like, form? Yeah, but he means what he meant was like to be cheap in some way. Yeah, what he meant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's that's not <laughs> that's not yeah. I just remembered that. I remember being like, huh. <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> it's like well, you know. I mean, I where was about... he from? Oh, he was from Richmond, <laughs> okay, Virginia. Yeah. I was like, is he from the South? Because there's a thing that I've noticed too. <laughs> Real quick, guess yeah. what his occupation was. Um. Should I know this? I probably should, right? Nope. 
It'll just make you lose faith in humanity. Oh, man. Was he like a doctor or something? A uh, police officer. He was teaching oh. us. Uh, well, <laughs> that doesn't make me lose faith in humanity. I know, but you still kind of. I already knew that. But you want to thank some of them. You're like, ah, oh, you know, they're not all like that. And they're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> you just, you just, I have to think that they're not all like that, or otherwise I'm just going to be. It's just too much. Yeah, there's some good ones. Well, they have to be. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about cops, not. I never not a met race. one, but I know that they. <laughs> I guess I haven't really met a cop either, like personally. You know what I mean? No, I have, dude. Oh I got, well, yeah, you had the fucking customer. You know what's so funny? Okay, so I got I got rear-ended uh, last week, uh, and uh, dam- yeah, damaged my co- yeah by a cop. No, dam- <laughs> by that by that guy. I was like, oh, you're that guy who said kike it, right? And he was like, what? <laughs> uh, but uh, so I fucking got rear-ended, and like my my uh, car got a little bit damaged. But I wasn't like hurt or nothing. Uh, but uh, so it was so funny because the guy who rear ended me, there was a cop direct, just right, but just happened to be right, right behind him. Ooh. So they got everything on video. It's like the most <laughs> open and shut insurance case of all time. It's really cool. funny. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, as I'm like kind of sitting there and they're like, I'm, 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 they're like, all right, well, you can, you know, you have all the information you can get going. And then I'm like, all right, cool. And I had like one, one question to ask him. They were kind of talking to me. And then this guy I just used to work with walks up. He's a cop now. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, hey, what's up, Pat? And I was like, what the hell? I was, I was like, you're a police officer? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, that's, that's kind of like, I said like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. And then all the other cops just started making fun of this guy. Just started busting his balls for knowing someone. It was really like, <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, you know someone, huh? Oh, way to go. And he's like, God damn it. And I'm like, what is happening here? That is so strange, too. That that like <laughs> those types of occupations, like like police officer or like <laughs> being in the military. Yeah. Where it's like the toxic masculinity is so like insane like yeah palpable off the charts yeah where it's like if you admit that you know someone it's, else i mean what is this even socially <laughs> and not even like, socially <laughs> he was my manager at a bar one time like i don't even know him oh yeah you don't even know him socially. i don't even know his last name it's a professional relationship purely professional yeah okay guy i guess i mean i don't know yeah well what did they say about him like they're just like oh yeah you know this guy huh oh weird He's like, what is this like secretly they're also being like we can't trust you anymore well one of the things that's also kind of bizarre <laughs> is like as we were like as like I, I get out of the car right and i was talking to the cop about something and then like he kind of like looked across the road and it was on uh he pulled us over at seventh uh seventh and goddamn 35 oh, on I the thought, east side i thought you were gonna say the time like to the minute and no I was like, it was 10 it was 10 22 <laughs> but i remember that because it was written down the thing oh, okay, but oh, um yeah. but so uh i we kind of like look across the street and there's like this like this guy just squatting in a house and like these cops were like had like their guns drawn on him and stuff. Whoa. And, yeah. And then the guy and the guy was just like, yeah, we should probably move back in case like, you know, bullets fly. And I was like, all right. It's <laughs> like, God damn it. Jesus. This sucks. Everything about this night sucks. Wait, was it all the same night? Oh, yeah. When <laughs> you got rear-ended? Rear-ended. And then like we watched, I don't know, these guys like these cops like taking the house back, I guess. It was very bizarre. What what wild night? When was this? This is last week. Okay. Wait, was this the same night as the as the thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a wild night. That was a wild night. <laughs> Referring to what that guy wrote a thing about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His penetrating insights, I believe, is is the words <laughs> choice of words. Man, so there's th- this is a saga of that night. We yeah, have to talk about this. Tuesday on was a hell of a night. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, so it was like a little over the week a week ago. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> So who are you learning about? I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> now I'm just focused on this one incredible night. Well, it was a fun <laughs> night. No, well, <laughs> learn something new about myself. 
Okay. Well, let's see. So we knew about that person? Yeah. Didn't see that coming. So you're learning a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I love on, to learn. On this night. I mean, I don't learn on this podcast, but I learn in real life. No, we never do because we never get to the topic. No. Well, so now that we're <laughs> focused on getting to the topic, let's talk about this guy. Uh, how about his name? That's a good idea, right? All <laughs> oh, right, Kill Kenny. Yeah, his so name... His name was Kill. Last name was Kenny. <laughs> so there's a Kill Killer Patrick. Kill Kenny. Kill Patrick is a wor- is a, is a name. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, when I was young, I saw it, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's like, what is this about? Like, is this guy gonna kick my ass? Um, yeah. What if like all these counties are just like named after your murder? <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, well my like, grandparents are from County Tyrone, so. Be married by, be killed by a guy named Tyrone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my name is Tyrone. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Erica Badu sings about, uh, you know, calling your county. Yeah. Uh, that song, Call Tyrone, is actually about <laughs> calling like... my grandparents. <laughs> I think you better call Tyrone. Call him. If they won't want to talk to me because deep-seated racism runs in <laughs> Pat's family. Call him. Um, okay, well, speaking about the racism of the Irish. Yes. Uh, so this guy was born palpable. In, in, in Thomastown. You can tip Thomastown? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny. Uh, so we're talking about George Berkeley okay. or Barkley, uh, which is what I've, like, in doing some research about this guy, all these British people who are talking about him keep saying it's pronounced Barkley, but it's clearly spelled Berkeley. Um, what? How's it spelled? B E R K E L E Y. Oh, like Berkeley? Like Berkeley, yeah. And they're like, it's Barkley. It's not. It's pronounced Barkley. Hey, stupid. And it's like, fuck you. I can read. Hey. It's Berkeley. You fucking idiot. Um, if, 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 if a six year old looked at that word and said, oh, it's pronounced Barclay, I'd be like, you're an idiot. Like, you're illiterate. You go back to school. If you're my, not done yet. If my four year old <laughs> nephew, Ryan, uh, was, if, if, if he looked at that word and he said, uh, it's Barkley. I'd punch him in the stomach. <laughs> I'd say it's Berkeley. <laughs> Smack him in the face. Yeah, he'd just McPherson the shit out of him. Oh, dude, I would headbutt him. Um, kick him down some stairs. Yeah, throw out your own school afterwards. Throw him out the window. <laughs> throw him into the sun. Yeah. Um, okay, so this guy, Berkeley, George Berkeley. Yeah, okay, I'm glad we're calling him Berkeley. Oh, I'm calling him Berkeley. Fuck everyone else who's saying Barkley. Yeah, but you're kind of a pretentious shit, so I thought maybe you would like... I'm not that pretentious. <laughs> I am pretentious. Dude, I will not I will own up. Yeah. I am really fucking smug. Yeah, I guess smug. I guess but, you're more smug than pretentious. Well, yeah. No. No, I'd say I'm actually more pretentious than smug, I think. Really? I think cuz pretentious I don't think I is I think something about being smug is a little more like I mean to be this assholey. Oh, okay. And pretentious is like uh, I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess you just, you don't mean to be horrible. You just yeah, are. Yeah, I'm just horrible. You're just a horrible man. <laughs> um, well, Surrounded by horrible people. Here's the thing. This what? guy is George. George. Uh, George Berkeley. Uh, he's <laughs> he basically wanted to fight every single philosopher before him. Oh no! Because... Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> because he. Came oh, up... it's a tie. I have a crazy idea. How about you go fuck yourself? But no, so. He okay, so this guy was nice. born. What year, Ben? Yeah, uh, sixteen eighty five. Wow. To seventeen fifty three. Respectable run. Yeah, he's pretty good. He he died at sixty seven. 
Um, he died in Oxford, so he kind of made the whole trek from this potato eating fucking bug yeah. to uh, a fellow at uh, at Oxford, basically. I bet this guy came from the boggiest bog there was. I think he was, but I think he. Well, I don't know too much about his like actual background. Yeah, I think he actually might have been not like. I think he would have been one of those bad Irish people, one of the people who were like not Irish but English. The late like, oh the, oh that came over yeah. That doesn't doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> that's not what. As long as you're born that's there. That's not what the 20th century on that island said. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, he was uh, he, he he wasn't Catholic. Uh no, he oh. was an Anglican bishop. Last night on stage, I said. Uh, <laughs> If you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh, we, yeah. I said that on the um, <laughs> on Avery and Adams Christmas committee. Oh, good. Yeah. Just just spreading the faith. I did a show last night called Piranha where you sell jokes that you don't want anymore uh, to like judges or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and they, you just get made fun of and you make fun of them. And it's, and it's very fun. <laughs> but um, I, I do. I've done that show so many times uh, to the point. Where I just now just look up jokes from the internet and just try to sell them. <laughs> you want to hear one? After, wait, remember I told you one, one of those Jewish jokes? Yeah, well, that, that, that joke's incredible. But yeah. I believe I've told that on, on the air. Yeah, but, you, you tend that. Okay. So, uh, you know, this was actually a real thing that happened to me. Okay. <laughs> Went to a confession for the first time uh-huh. in a long time. I said, uh, Father, I have sinned with mm-hmm. a woman. Okay. Nice. And, and yeah, and and you know my my priest father, John, was like um, he was like oh okay well what what's what's her name and I said well I can't tell you who it, who it was, I can't you know, dishonor her even further you know, mm-hmm. and he said well was it uh, Kimberly from Westlake I said no, I can't tell you who it is and he goes well hold on is it Donna from Fifth Street and I said no, what and then he said is it um. Miranda from uh, Rhode Island? <laughs> and I said, no. Okay. And he goes, all right, whatever. Just say 10 Hail Marys and you'll be fine. And I said, all right. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Father. And uh, by the way, thanks for all the tips. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like it took you so long to think of Rhode Island. Yeah, I couldn't. For some reason, I was blanking <laughs> on places in Austin, so I said Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. So far away from here. <laughs> Like a several uh, days journey. You're naming like neighborhoods and streets in Austin, and then and then Rhode Island. Well, you know, well people can be from Rhode Island. People can be. I mean, so what's up with George Berkeley? Well, this, this piece of ass. shit actually fucking lived in Rhode Island for a little while. Really? Actually. Maybe he knows that woman. Yeah, he probably knows. Who, who was it? Rhonda from Rhode Island. I don't even know. <laughs> who did you say? Well, anyway, <laughs> um, so this this fucking bog jumper, uh, was actually, um part of a what's called a cadet family which is like a minor branch of a noble family <laughs> but it's just like that they're called cadets mm. <laughs> but uh so he actually kind of came into a little bit of wealth but he wasn't like super super wealthy um but he was very very smart and he basically made his career as a clergyman but this was after uh henry the eighth split from the pope Right, because he wanted to get his dick wet a few more times. Yeah, that was what a funny reason to break with the he's Catholic like, Church. So obvious. He's just like, yeah, I just want. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I love getting. There's married. nothing. Di- there's no difference really theologically between Anglicanism and Catholicism. Sure, it's like it's just basically the same doctrine. It's just divorce is, is 
encouraged. They love getting divorced. <laughs> it's just high, it's <laughs> highly encouraged. Yeah. And here's the other thing. What's also highly encouraged is that their fucking clergy can marry. So this guy was an Anglican bishop and also smashed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, he didn't smash, smash, but he had a family, you know. What counts as smash? You have to smash yeah, he, to get a family. He, yeah, he's he Christianly smashed. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like the worst kind of smashing. That's, I mean, what an unbelievably <laughs> horrible thing to hear someone say. Yeah, yeah. We, have you, uh, have you, have you smashed your Christianly duties? Have you smashed for Christ yet? <laughs> um, God, that is <laughs> profoundly upsetting. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this guy. Uh, let's get into some context philosophically. Okay. All right. So here's what this guy was into. He's basically into pissing people off by making really kind of one of the wildest assertions of all time. This guy ba- <laughs> okay. basically says that uh, the material world, that uh, like things that we kind of interact with in the world, yeah, you know, matter. Uh, he says that it doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm with him so far. Yeah. He says that everything that we experience is uh, just products of our minds, products of ideas, uh, and that's the only form that anything that we ever experience can take. Hmm. Uh, so when you're like looking at, you know, me or that microphone in front of you, uh, it's not a thing that exists in the world. I looked at both things after you said them. Yeah. You said, look at me, I looked at you, and you said the microphone in front of me. I just looked, I just instinctively like glanced down at it. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard not to. I mean, you're, I'm referencing something for you, so it's good huh? that you look. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> um, that was a visual gag for an, <laughs> an auditory medium. Hey, um, that's what we do. Well, yeah. <laughs> not know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, We're an audible visual gag. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, can you hear this? It's super funny if you can see it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> um, okay, so this guy basically starts from this premise, okay? He says that uh, he, he sides with the empiricists, which are, again... What? Yeah. Do you remember who they are? No. But I'm <laughs> shocked. Can you try to remember? Yeah. Is there any chance that you can remember? Yeah. They were a doo-wop group. I believe they were signed to Motown, had a minor hit. The Empiricists. Yeah. They had a minor hit, but they were pretty good. Underrated. That would be a really good name. One for of the us. best Motor City uh, vocal crooners, groups. Crooners. Yeah. yeah, crooners. Um, that would be a really good name for a, for a Motown band. <laughs> yeah, it sounds... The Empiricists? Yeah. Yeah, it actually sounds pretty dope. Um, it was the... like, there was a band, they weren't Motown, but they were called Question Mark and the Mysterians. Oh, I think you told me about them before. Yeah. They, had, they, had, they had that song, Nine to Six Tears. Which is supposed to be sixty nine tiers, but they made him change it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I mean, what was he thinking? It was like the sixties. It's like, buddy, you can't get this on the radio. I didn't. Know, I didn't even know that sixty nine was a like a sexual term back in the sixties. Well, that's because you're a millennial and you think you've invented everything. Well, you so are you. Um, I'm you're ben. a millennial too, dipshit. Yeah, but you know, you're always <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe they had food. When do you think that the term sixty nine got that designation? Uh, eighteen seventy five. Uh, okay, I exactly know the exact Prove it? Yeah, how do you know? Uh, it was in a newspaper <laughs> You're such a fucking liar No, it was, it was a newspaper It was it was the um, the Mississippi's Finest And it was a uh, newspaper that would give uh, the erotic called, tips <laughs> It's a newspaper of erotic tips Yeah, called Mississippi's Finest Why is it called a newspaper if it doesn't report on current events then? Uh, well, they're tips. talking about the most current uh, erotic Sex tips? Sex tips uh-huh. Erotic sex tips Yeah well, and you carry on that, that proud tradition today with your spinoff podcast, Dome Improvement. Dome Improvement. 
Okay, so so this is how you know that, right? You say that you know for a fact that 69ing <laughs> uh, got its um got its meaning in that way in 1875. Like, how do you know that for sure? <laughs> well, the way that I know that for sure is that I made it up. Okay, fine. So. If you're making it up, so you don't know it, okay? No. But how do you know anything? I don't know. I think about this a lot. Okay. So when you say, like, uh, let's say that you, that cop that, that you used to work with. Spencer. His name's Spencer? Yeah, of course his name's Spencer. <laughs> so how did you know it was him when you saw him? Uh, he walked up and said my name, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, and then you looked at his face? I look right as I looked him in the eyes, dude. In those cop faces, the cop face of his. I looked him in his dirty cop face. <laughs> Actually, he was remarkably uh, clean. Um, and so, but you recognized him, right? Yes. Okay. So this piece of knowledge you get through your senses, right? Like you, you remember where you where you saw this face before. You're looking at that face now. You heard your name spoken. You recognize it as your name, like. <laughs> What? <laughs> um, so I wanted to double check that I was qu- uh, question marking the Mysterians and I was correct. Mm-hmm. And I was correct about, you know, the 69 tears thing. But um, it's the thing on Wikipedia where the next page is like highlighted in blue or like like, like the link is highlighted in blue. And I just c- kind of hovered my uh, mouse over it. And the picture that pops up for uh, for Wikipedia's come here for their entry on 69 oh, is I, I know what you're going to show me it's, it, it's well, like a it's, it's like a drawing, a drawing. Yeah. yeah look at this it's always a drawing it's so unbelievable it's so weird like yeah isn't that gross because like the guy's like like he's like sculpted his you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so like they made it they try to make it look sexy okay so you you haven't gone down this hole yet i i, I guess but um i waka waka well so Look up any sex term uh, on Wikipedia, and they all have those same drawings. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, look up anything. <laughs> I just looked up another one. <laughs> what did you look up? Uh, fingering, in parentheses, sexual act. <laughs> See what this one I looks like. I love how clinically ah, like, honest <laughs> Wikipedia is. Yeah, it's really... Cl- <laughs> like, look up rimming. <laughs> Ew. Dude, when you read, like, their definitions of things, like, like when you read, like, an actual definition, like, a dictionary definition of yeah, a sex act. Yeah, it's just act, clear, like, this is what this is. It takes all the eroticism out of it. Yeah. 69 uh, uh, is a group of sex positions in which two people align themselves <laughs> so that each person's mouth is near the other's genitals, each simultaneously performing oral sex on the other. Performing is such a weird way to put it. Yeah. Well, what did I mean, you last night? Oh, I performed oral sex. Well, you are performing. It's a performance. It's a performance. Um, man, what a <laughs> what a tightrope walk of a performance it is, too. <laughs> oh, it's a tightrope walk. Uh, but anyway, um, so <laughs> let's try to get back into this. We're all I remember Carrie Denise had a joke that 69ing, she doesn't like doing it because it's like uh, someone talking to you while you're trying to read a book. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so this guy, uh, George Berkeley, he oh, is, yeah. is coming from this uh, uh, tradition of empiricism, which basically just says that everything that we can ever know comes from our senses, okay? Uh, this is contrasted to the uh, rationalists. These are these French fox like Descartes, um, 
<laughs> they're not all French. <laughs> Descartes was French. Spinoza was Dutch slash Jewish slash Portuguese. What? Slash make up your fucking mind. It, it's, um, it, so it's you. <laughs> yeah. 19 different ethnicities. Yeah, well, we, ta- we talked about him, and he's he's my cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we both have philosopher cousins. Nice. Spinoza's mine, and Berkeley's yours. Sorry, Balkley. Not to mention my cousin, Vinny. <laughs> Don't fucking wink at me ever again. Why? It's fun to do after you tell a fun little joke to your friend. <laughs> okay, so this guy. It's two pals. Here's where we're coming from. This issue of how we get knowledge uh, was hot. This was a hot topic um, in, yeah, like the 17th century, so the 1600s, okay? Uh, Descartes uh, was the main guy who basically said that the way we get knowledge is that it's just through deductive reasoning. It's through rules in your head that are already kind of programmed in there, and process. that's what processes everything. What about everything. seductive reasoning? I mean, he was French, so he probably knew a thing or two about seductive reasoning. Uh huh. Um. Ooh la la, c'est très mignon. Oh no. Um. <laughs> you know what that means? What? <laughs> I think it means um, it's so cute, or it's so small, or something like that. <laughs> but it's because we, you, and I both get that a lot. Well, yeah. Well, so I learned that phrase because uh, my friend Jesse who I went to college with, who, like, majored in, I don't know, some some bullshit. But he uh, he ended up, like, studying abroad in France. And <laughs> that's what this one girl told him one time when they were hooking up. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, c'est très mignon, which is, like, a really nice way of saying, oh, look, it's adorable. <laughs> oh, wow. Did she, like, is that what it literally means? I don't and like maybe it it, it it means something different at slang or something? or I don't know exactly. I know it means, it's not. Here's the thing. The, the the bottom line is you don't want to hear that. Okay, it's not a good thing to <laughs> not hear. Not a good thing. Because I thought it might be something like like, oh, your tits are the shit. Like clearly that's like supposed to be a good thing. Also, I don't think I've ever said that. But like you almost, I, that almost did a spit take. <laughs> but like literally that. You, you, I took a swig of beer as soon as you said those tits are the shit. But I'm saying like <laughs> that's so. That's such a fucking shithead thing to say. Oh, but I'm like, saying literally that that sounds like it means something bad. I know, yeah, but it's also like a great compliment. Like you probably, I don't think I've ever said that. I imagine that, like, if you're reduced to saying it like that, you're probably so overwhelmed by the tits. Yeah, that that's yeah. all you can get through. You're Very like overwhelming Whoa, sometimes. Your tits are the shit. Sometimes <laughs> it's overwhelming, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. Well, okay, so this is interesting. This kind of relates back to, to the topic. Oh, right. Okay, so when you say y- you can't believe this is happening, right? Because, like, what are you, what I'm are you always, experiencing right there? Because I'm always like, you could be doing you could be doing so many other things right now. Yeah. I'm so glad you're doing this, but, like, I feel like you'd be better served just, like, watching TV. It almost makes sense. It, it doesn't make sense that they're doing this, right? Yeah. Like, it almost makes you feel like maybe they're not real at all. Like, maybe this is just a fucking fantasy. Well, I've never thought that. My self-esteem is not that low. Well, I've been there before. <laughs> well. But here's the here's the, more to the point of what I'm getting at. Okay. <clears throat> this guy, Berkeley. God, I got to fucking think about that Bulkley. now. I hate that they fucking Hello. brought that up in the big. My name's George Bulkley. Um, I'm he, a boy. He's respo- I'm full. Stop. <laughs> he's responding to... Uh, John Locke, who is one of the empiricists who's like arguing against uh, Descartes 
He's saying that all knowledge comes through the senses. Okay, uh, the way we know about the external world is that something produces this like sense data that comes at us, mm-hmm. and then it's processed through our senses, right? And then he says there are these two components basically of this experience. There's the subjective component, which is like what it feels like to get these sense perceptions. So if you're looking at an apple, you're like, oh, okay, I can sense that it's red. I can sense that it's like crunchy or whatever. Uh, You know, it tastes a certain way. Uh, Maybe I like the taste. You don't like the taste. (laughs) You know, even if we're tasting the same apple. (laughs) <laughs> just a tiny taste of this tasty apple. Um, Why are you cracking <laughs> up at this? Ben, had, you have such a mischievous look on your face. Ben has, has a mischievous look to him in general, but you had a very mischievous, <laughs> like a boyish, mischievous look to your face. Because <laughs> I just kept saying like the tasty apple over and over again. No. Yeah, why is that so gross? I don't know. Well, I think it's because of the taboo attached to it uh, from, you know, the, the Bible. <laughs> I guess. And that whole thing. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't sink the Bible or the uh, the Apple industry. <laughs> yeah, the industry. Big Apple. You'd think, yeah, Big Apple. <laughs> because, you know, you'd think, like, if you're raised in the Bible, like you and I both were not because we're Catholic, yeah. but, well, you know, a lot of Americans are, you'd think they'd be like... Well, we know that story, at least. Every time you'd eat an apple, you'd be like, huh, oh, yeah, the fall of man. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm surprised that that actually is a kind of a good question. Like, I, I guess I never think about it. But it's like this was the fucking thing that got us in trouble. Yeah. Like And now you're dipping it in caramel? Like, show some respect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, let's bob for sin. Let's not. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Bobbing for sin. You write remember, that down. Write that down, one. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um well, okay, so <laughs> uh Locke was basically saying that there's these two components uh of this of this sense perception experience. Uh, there's the subjective experience, like what you feel on the inside when you're presented with this sense data. And then there's um, kind of like, I guess, ep- epistemically is the word, or like rationally, uh, you have certain like facts that you know about the object itself as it exists in the on the outside world. Yeah. Right? Um, and what he's doing is kind of, he's kind of like... What is he doing? He's He's making the assumption... That there is this direct line from the external objects, these objective objects, uh, like shooting their sense data at us and then us processing it in a way that makes sense in our heads. Sure. Right? So there's this directional flow coming from this object to your fucking head. Okay? This guy, Berkeley, uh, <laughs> he goes even a step further and he's he kind of starts doubting. Well, how do we even know that there is this line coming from these objects to our sense perception? How do we know that? Because all we really will ever know or really have access to is our subjective experience. Yeah. Right? So there's just this kind of wall here. Uh, we have, like, you when you see a tasty apple, when you want to taste the tasty apple. Yeah. Right? A yummy apple. Yeah, the yummy... A yummy fruit. This yummy fruit. <laughs> you see this yummy fruit... Right. That's <laughs> so what the teacher at the Heights called Ben. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not for it. I think it's offensive. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was into it. He, he kept giving me candy. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, give me some tasty candy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hungry boy. I'm a hungry boy. Uh, so. I'm an itchy girl. I'm an itchy girl. Um, <laughs> so. 
Berkeley is basically saying, uh, well, yeah, not only is our only access for knowledge uh, through our sense perceptions, but there's this entire like this this side of our sense perceptions, the things that we witness uh, in a in a subjective way. That's the only thing that we're really knowing. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, and it's something that I think about constantly. Like, you ever like look at somebody, and you're like, man, I will. Even if I know someone, I've known you for uh, 20 years. I have no idea what you're thinking right now. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like there's all this stuff where it's like, can you ever really know someone? You know what I mean? Like, really, truly? I mean, I guess so. But at the same time, it's like, how do you not go insane? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's why a lot of philosophers are so unhappy. This is probably, yeah. I think maybe most of West, at least Western philosophy comes from this problem. It's this essential problem of the, we're, we might never know what is outside of our own experiences. I could be howling in a void right now, right? I wouldn't know any any different. Well, judging I by think... our download numbers, we're void yellers, dude. You know what's even haunting though, too, is that that fucking stupid ass joke you just made right now. What? Uh, like, <laughs> what if you didn't make it? What if I just imagined that? What? Just this whole interaction. Oh, um, I'd feel really bad for you. Yeah, how fucking scary would that be? I mean, yeah, I'd be terrified. And you have no idea. I'll never know. Prove that you exist. Well. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah, Descartes tried to do that. And what happened to him? Um, <laughs> he actually lived a very successful life. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> he was actually extremely famous in philosophy. Yeah. Um, well, that's what. So we'll, so are we? We're we're pretty famous. Yeah, I wouldn't say we're extremely famous. I what consider if we got extremely famous. I consider myself a fairly well known philosopher and sex educator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, look, I'm and, a philo- I'm a philosopher, a sex educator, a comedian, and an uncle in that order. <laughs> and an American. And an American. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um. Okay. So here's the problem. He basically says, well, why do we need to really believe in the external world, in, in like, matter, in, like, physical objects? Why do we need to believe in it? Yeah. Because it's, it exists. Okay, but he, that's what he's saying. Like, how do you know? I don't know. Well, okay, so what he's saying is that everything that we experience and that we know about anything, it's all just ideas. It's all... Um, it's all like concepts. Everything is just concepts or ideas or mind or spirit is the word he uses because they were religious back then. Okay. Um, every time we think we're dealing with a physical object, it's not a physical object uh, in the sense that we think that it's like there's this thing out there that exists outside of this veil of our own experience. This veil of tears, I call it. Yeah. Like basically if the idea is that like an objective object exists even if there's no one to perceive it right oh yeah okay that's the assumption but he's basically saying that there is no reason to assume that that thing exists when your perception turns away from it yeah sometimes i feel like even the stuff i can see doesn't exist like yeah. sometimes it's like you like at, at the tavern like after our lunch rush was done and sometimes you just sit there and no one would come in for like an hour you just sit there and you'd be like am i alive 
Yeah. Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> I felt the same way whenever you whenever you shut down a bar by your. Uh, I would shut down a, and I do this right now at at uh, at Velveeta when I uh, shut down the bar and it's just me. I'll just be like, man. It seems like I'm the only person alive right now. Yeah, it feels like there's a, a segment of time that was like forgotten. Yeah, or that was like left over. You're forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah. In in this bubble of time. Yeah, it's like a little. Yeah, exactly. It feels like a little a bubble world of time filled with hate. So that's what we're all walking around in. We're walking around in our own isolated bubbles of experience. Not good. Um, and a lot of people fucking hate this idea. I wonder why. <laughs> and yeah, and it's it's infuriating, and it's also it goes against every like fiber of our intuition because we go around living our lives with the implicit assumption that there are things out there. Like I'm not just gonna go walk into Manor Road. Without, well, your, without, my without your permission, yeah. <laughs> my protection and your permission. Right. First you get my permission, then you get my protection. Then the protection. But let's say I didn't do that. Uh-oh. I'm I'm at risk of being run over by a car, right? Oh, no. I'm not being ben. run over by my own idea of a car. No. No. But that's crazy. what that's what Berkeley says. Well, I, I am being run over by my idea of a car. Where does this guy get off? <laughs> like, like, hey, I, okay. And his wife to make four lovely children. Gross. My point is that, like... Fucking, I, what annoys me is when these guys say stuff like that because it's like, you, you can't possibly really think that. You're just putting it out into the world for us to discuss. There's no way that guy really thought that. Well, oh, he, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm, I, this is my own imagining. Yeah, that's why I'm a drunk and well, I beat my wife. No, it's because you're an Irish person. It has nothing to do with, <laughs> like, why are you coming up with this stuff? I see, everything that I read about this guy personally, he's just, like, the nicest dude, I'm apparently. sure he's great. He's actually, like, he, like, founded a fucking, uh, uh, like, school for homeless children. What? And, uh... <laughs> Uh, tried to like set up a college. In- well, yeah, of course he did that. He didn't think it was real. He was like, oh, "Fuck it, I'll just make this shit up." <laughs> well, but what's the difference then? If the effect is the same, you know. And here's the thing: it's not that he didn't think that like normal objects don't exist. It sounds like that's exactly what you're saying. Okay, but it's not quite. So there's a bit of a subtlety there. He's not saying that they don't exist. He's just saying that they're they're not made of matter. Matter doesn't exist. Like what? matter, as in as in the substance that exists out there whether or not we know about it or pay attention to it he's saying that that doesn't exist or not even that much he's kind of just saying it's 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 unprovable and therefore there's no reason to really uh posit the existence of that shit all we need are the fact that we do have these ideas these ideas affect us in very all I need Concrete in this life ways. Is, is me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Who does this song again? Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know the two most famous people alive right now? Uh, they're not the most famous people. They're pretty up there, dummy. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I saw this meme uh, <laughs> about someone saying that they found Beyonce really inspirational for being with Jay Z, even though he's so ugly. <laughs> it's just so mean. Like, I mean, he is a, he is a stunning looking individual. He's not well, yeah, like not in the good way too. <laughs> he's he's not an attractive man. Um, <laughs> no, not conventionally, but I'm glad. Yeah, you know what? I'm with this guy. I'm glad she was able to look past that. Well, honestly, uh, did I tell you about how I got compared one time to uh, that guy who's who in Super Troopers, 
who says the snozberries taste like snozberries. Oh, that guy? Yeah, and he like kind of licks the that divider um, in the cop car. I don't think so, but I guess I could see how someone else would. Okay, well, someone said that I look exactly like him, and I think that that guy is ugly as fuck, so I was super offended. Well, you're ugly as fuck. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a big deal. But then uh, I found out that that guy, that actor, is married to Christina Hendricks. Really? Yeah, and so I was like, oh, dope. Really? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Because he's ugly as shit. Yeah, and she's fucking crazy hot. <laughs> she's yeah, she's she's really com- she's really come into her, her own. Her tits are the shit. <laughs> Man, I already forgot about that. Um, wow, that's that's really weird. Well, one time my brother was uh, we were in Denver, right, and he was convinced that he was at a restaurant where they had a, a picture of our friend, the comedian Joe Tuller, like uh-huh. framed on the wall. Yeah. And he was like, wow. That's one pr- frame for his head and then the next frame for his chin. That <laughs> was very inside. And but. so uh, <laughs> Kevin was like, yeah. Like he texted me. He's like, yeah, he's on the, the wall here. I'm like, there's no way. I was like, well, take, take a photo and send it to me. Uh-huh. And he, so he took a photo and sent it to me. It looks nothing like him. <laughs> like not even close. It's so weird when people are like, or what weirds me out is when you think someone looks like someone else and people are like, no, nope, not at all. I don't see it. You're like, how do you not? Wait, me? No, not or you. Just, I mean, in general. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Okay, so that kind of <laughs> relates to what we're talking about, too, because it's like you see something. You have this perception. I've seen some things. Yeah. So we, let's say there's someone who like looks exactly like, I don't know, Joe Tuller, right? And you're convinced that there's a similarity. And then you ask someone else and you're like, hey, do you see how much this guy looks like? Joe Teller, and they're yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, do you like h- how often do you feel wrong or right? Right? Like, how convinced do you get, or how unconvinced do you get? Because when you're trying to assess like how much someone looks like someone else, that's a super subjective like determination, right? Yeah. And someone else could be like, no, you're totally off, and like. On what grounds can you disagree with them? I don't know. Right? Because how can you say, no, but it does look like him? And they're like, well, that's not proof. Right? Yeah. Because, like, well, so what would proof be? I don't know. For that? That's what I'm saying. Is that, like, it, that's why that's so frustrating. Yeah. Is because in your head, you're like, how do you not see this? Yeah. Like, like, how is it not self evident to you? And then they're like, well, it just isn't. And you can't. <laughs> You can't force me to admit that it is. No. To but me. I can force feed you a knuckle sandwich for not agreeing with me. Sure, you could do that. <laughs> this is why this guy was so successful at philosophy, because he just took the Irish approach and fought anyone who... <laughs> yeah, I don't know him. about this guy. I think uh, I think this is pretty dumb. You think it's dumb? Yeah, I think this guy's an idiot. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, let's get to this last part, because this is wild. This is how he holds everything together. Because his whole, his whole fucking theory is that the only things that exist are things that can be perceived and that are being perceived right so as long as you're not paying attention to it as long as it's not forming an idea in your mind then it doesn't exist right yeah okay and so there's a big objection to that which is like okay so that's like the tree falling in a forest and no one hears it koan you know like in zen uh if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it yeah does it make a sound i am like yeah i think it does you think it does 100 <clears throat> percent. okay so what you would think i have a feeling i'm about to get so mad 
What you would think about this is kind of pisses me off too. Uh, what you would think, judging from what Berkeley has been saying, is that if that tree falls in the forest and it the gnomes around to hear it fall, does it make a sound? He would say no, it doesn't make a sound. That's what you would think at first, but he's but he actually agrees that it does make a sound. And then you're like, well, okay, how does it make a sound if there's no one there to hear it? Because you just said that the sound only exists if it can be perceived. Right. And his answer is, <laughs> I fucking hate this shit, God. He says God is the ultimate mind that perceives everything, and that's what maintains the reality of the entire universe. Man, okay, so <laughs> yesterday I'm driving, uh-huh. and uh, I couldn't... Some Someone fucked with my radio... The other day or something. Settings? So, yeah. So, like, normally I just listen oh, to, like... hell no. Don't ever fuck with a white man's radio. Yeah. That's what I always say. <laughs> Even when someone's not... To a, t- to a confused Chinese cop. Yes. Um, but I uh, I fucking, like... I usually just watch... Or, or I usually just, like, listen to stuff on my phone while I'm mm-hmm. driving uh, through the power of Bluetooth. But my phone was dead. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I'll just... Little to the radio and like I don't I don't is Bluetooth I, our new sponsor now. <laughs> yeah, it's our sponsor. Them the and Kur- them and Kyrgyz. Yeah. Uh So um, basically, I, I I I I don't know what channel NPR. I usually just listen to NPR and on it. So I was like, oh, and I'm pretentious. Well, because I don't I don't like a lot of the music. So I'm just like, well, just at least they talk to interesting people. But it's like, um, <laughs> but it's like, you look so vulnerable for like a split second. There. Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while the the vulnerability comes out. But uh. I was, was this guy talking on some random station and I was like, maybe this is NPR because someone like just talking, mm-hmm. and, but it wasn't. It was this guy talking about how global warming and climate change isn't real, that it's actually these things are caused by God. And like, it's definitely like not science, it's God doing it and blah, 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 blah. And like, he was, he was like, well, like, what do you say to that? And he's, I guess he's talking to someone on the phone. Then the guy on the phone is like, well, yeah, in the Bible, they make it pretty clear that this is all God. And I was just like, man, it's like if you're like religious or Christian or, or whatever, like that's fine. Like, whatever. Do do whatever you want. I'm not mm-hmm. smarter than you. But I just feel like it's once you start out. talking like that, it's like, I don't know, man. That's just so, like, bizarre to me. Well, that's the thing. It's kind of a cop out. So here's the problem. Uh, it's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't blame Berkeley so much with this response because he was writing in the like early 1700s where people were still mad religious. Uh, and that was a pretty valid like response at the time. Uh, yeah, so he said that, and everybody was like, "Bet." Yeah, basically, they were like, "Oh yeah, heard." Um, <laughs> that's actually not true. There were he did have his critics. There was this one guy who was really pissed off at him <laughs> in this whole argument, and he's saying like, "Are you basically saying that like rocks don't exist?" And this guy, uh, what was his name? Bos- Boswell, I think Samuel Boswell or something. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's also like a kind of a famous, not a philosopher, but like a writer. Uh, in England at the time, he his response to Berkeley's philosophy is, uh, <laughs> this is so British, dude. He goes, I refute it thusly. And then he just kicks a rock. <laughs> he literally kicks rocks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And he like kicks it down the street. And he's like, see, look, the rock moved or whatever. And it's like, that's supposed to be proof. But here's the thing. That's not actually a valid response to his argument. Because Berkeley can still just say, well, that's the idea of the rock being hit by the idea of your shoe you know, like all all you know. How about the idea of me breaking your shins? How about that? I mean, all you know is that you're you're getting the the experience and consciousness and uh, perception of breaking someone's shins, but you don't know if you're actually doing that. <laughs> it sucks. Because I mean, prove them wrong. 
That's that's why it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this guy is kind of a fucking troll, I think. Yeah, he's just okay. Like, let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> he he does so angry. I hate this. It started off so we were having so much fun, and then we actually delved into the topic, and I got furious. Yeah. Well, whose fault is that? I know. Who well, no, I mean, whose fault is it? It's clearly my fault. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it is your fault, but not in the way you think. It's your fault because you're the only person who's in charge of this experience right now for you. Oh, right. I forgot. I'm not here. <laughs> <sighs> if I was in charge of my own experience. Yeah. Or at, I, least, at least the the body that is Ben Sholak is not here. If I was in charge of my own experience, I would not have done comedy defensive driving for three years. I just wouldn't have. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you did that. Yep. <laughs> For 10 years? Three years. Oh, three years. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said 10, and no, I was no, going to no. be like, oh, buddy. No, not that long. <laughs> no, I would have died. That that job ruled. It was so dumb. <laughs> three years? Yeah. What was the craziest thing that you had to deal with with that? Oh, you just had, like, insane people come in. Are there, you like, a lot of, like, like you know, DUIs or something? Or no, we like... didn't do, like, DUIs. Like, the, that, I don't think you can do a, a, a comedy sense of driving class for that. It's just for, like... Just, just people being dumb. Like, if you're a bad driver, you're you're a very dumb person because <laughs> it's a very easy thing to do yeah. well. It's not hard. Like, once you get used to it. I love that correlation because that is – I find that to be true just anecdotally. Then, well, you're dumb. Like, like, if you see someone who's, like, a bad driver and then you meet them later – you're like, oh, you're retarded. Yeah, you're, you're actually, like, you're actually, you're really stupid. You're a stupid person. <laughs> and you're, and you're, <laughs> and you're driving a two-ton bullet. <laughs> you're driving, yeah, a fucking loaded gun. Yeah. So these guys <laughs> and come, it's Texas, so you probably have a loaded gun in there too. So they come in and they're like dumb. Uh, but sometimes people would come in because they could like, like some of them had to do it because they are uh, professional drivers or stuff like that, oh, and they yeah. have to get this thing done for like just, just just shit like that. They have to get it re-upped or something. Yeah. Or so sometimes you dealt with like like crazy. Like, there was a guy who started like within the first two minutes. Like I like, I would be like, hey, do you guys have a funny story for why you were here? And then I just kind of like riff on that mm-hmm. and make fun of them and stuff. And like this guy just was like, yeah. And then this, I was just driving. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Okay. And then the cops, who are like metaphors for the state. Oh, he was and, being and, like that, kind of. And you're, you're just like, uh. oh man, you're crazy. Like you're mentally ill. Well, yeah, you can always tell too, because it's like, I mean, I would be that mad when I was arrested or whatever, right? Sure. Or when I was pulled over, like I'd probably be fuming. But it's like you have to take defensing defensive driving like several weeks later. Yeah, right? why are you yelling at me? Yeah, it's like it's like it's nine through, in the morning. You've gone through so many processes where you're like the people who you're you should be angry at are like all all the way back here. Dude, I would always why tell are you angry at this. I would person? always tell the class I just did not want to be there. She'd be like, Yeah, I hate this. Right? Like this is terrible, right? And they're like, Yeah. We're just they kinda of laugh at it. I'm like, it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> It pays my rent, but I want to die. Yeah, I'm a wage slave. I'm a wage slave. <laughs> yeah. Just like a hard hat man screamed about <laughs> low those many years ago. <laughs> wage slaves! <laughs> Shut up. Stop yelling. Stop fucking yelling. We're out of Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Unfucking believable Yeah, I think this guy blows. I think... I, like I, know, I know you keep trying to, like, stand for him a little bit and talk about how cool no, he I, was. No, I don't... I, I hate him, too. Oh, good. I mean, like, I don't... That's the thing. I the think we, we're united. Finally, we finally have the same agreement on a philosopher. Kind of, but I also like. I don't think he's wrong. I don't. I don't think he's right, but he's not wrong. 
<laughs> because like how what's the difference how will we know any any better he says that the only thing that exists is are ideas ideas that are run by or like you know maintained by god's presence by god's like uh you know overflowing consciousness or whatever right that's what's holding everything down which is kind of like a pretty trippy like cosmic thing to think about but it's also like i know that there's a fucking table right here god damn it sure you know uh like don't tell me that there isn't and he's like well you don't know that there is see i see people like that are you know what he is i bet this guy was really smart when he was a kid Mm -hmm. or when he was like like eight to like 12 he was <laughs> smart he was like in all the gifted and talented programs and just like that school yeah. and then he got a little bit older and just everyone caught up and he was like oh i'm not smart anymore compared to these people i have to come up with something to blow their minds well how do you know if the glass of milk is real and they're like holy shit this guy's deep <laughs> fuck that and fuck you okay sure fuck but you too ben and <laughs> fuck, fuck you if you're listening go to hell i mean sure but like, he's still not wrong. Sure. You're still talking about... That's an ad hominem argument. No, it's which not. Which is a fallacy. Yeah, No, it's it not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Don't you're you fuck- fucking dare yeah, tell me I'm a fallacy. You're impugning his character. Yeah, because... Which I agree. He's he's probably a fucking smarmy piece of shit. Yeah. Right? Like me. But... <laughs> but that doesn't make him wrong. That's what sucks about it. That's what's troubling. Oh, it's troubling. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm enjoying these beers because it's probably this liquid is not. Oh, you're enjoying real. those beers. I can tell. Well, yeah, I am, but I don't know if the beer exists. And he's got a little wet spot in his pants. That's how much he's enjoying them. Now nah, I'm just I'm just implying you uh, uh, pre-com. Uh, well, <laughs> this guy blows, but you know what? The world keeps on spinning. The world is a vampire. The world, Ben. <laughs> the world is a vampire. <laughs> It kind of is. And that's that's really all there is. Yeah, I mean, my man Billy C, he he wasn't wrong. Yeah. Set to drain. <laughs> if you're not Catholic, I remember when I was. You're going to hell. Even though I suck, we have to talk about my philosophy. Even though it is. Really dumb, but let that despite on my rage, my philosophy fucking sucks. And someone will say that my philosophy is fucking dumb. Despite on my rage, I'm a really shitty philosophy man. Philosopher man. That yeah. sounds like a blues song. Philosopher man. Laws of a man. Oh man, oh man, man. Nothing exists. Oh man, oh man, man. Only my ideas. My man, I, my bang, ding, 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 Man, we really fucking are jamming today. Yeah, I know. You know what? This guy, this legacy of this fucking guy. What? <laughs> Berkeley, California is named after him. Really? Yeah, he's the namesake of Berkeley, California. For what possible reason? And therefore, uh, UC Berkeley, which is like one of the top ten Why schools in the country. Why on earth would they name... Why would they do that? Because he's a very famous philosopher. <laughs> That's the thing. So he's like... he influenced, That sucks. He influenced Hume. He influenced Kant. And also, he fucking advanced this idea that no one can disprove. Great. So he's a <laughs> troll of a... 
fucking he's like the most great. Secure, let's name a city after he's like him. the Nick Mullen of philosophy basically <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, that reminds he's a, me. He's a son of a bitch, but, want, but he's not wrong. Dude, this is, you want to hear something really funny? Yeah, sure. So uh, I was bored the other night, mm-hmm. and uh, our friend, uh, I guess our friend Jake Flores is at it again. Uh, he, <laughs> we were picking fights on he's Twitter. He's just picking fights on Twitter, which is so unlike him. But what <laughs> happened was some guy, he's, he's I forget exactly what's going on, but someone said like, Oh, are you Ooh. are you actually getting death threats? Why don't you post them if they are, if you really are, unless you're lying. And then, so I responded, Jake, I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw you. But I accidentally yeah. did it under the Valve's Twitter, and now <laughs> uh, the Valve's Twitter is suspended because oh. <laughs> for threatening to kill someone. And I had to fill out a thing that said, like, this was a joke in response to something. I did not mean to. I know this guy personally. We're friends. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I can't use my job's Twitter because I threatened to kill Jake Flores. With yeah, someone who's headlined that club. Yeah. As he, yeah, right? Yes. Many times. We're also, we're friends. <laughs> also, look at the context. Someone said, prove you're being, oh, yeah. you're having death threats. So I gave him a death threat. Man, well, it's, Twitter is garbage, though. I mean, they don't, actually, they're all garbage. All of this shit is garbage. Yeah. Why are we even online? If I didn't have to do it for my job, it wouldn't be. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Delete I to, everything. I Fuck this. Literally for my job. Um, God, we fucking suck. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so our Patreon is five bucks a month. Yeah. Fucking creeps. Why don't you help us out? Help us out. Why don't you give me a pretty penny? Check out check out our Patreon. Five dollars will give you access to the Flat Earth episode. Yeah. Which was very funny. We had my brother on. Yeah. Kevin, the... Uh, composer of our intro yep. and outro music. He finally has a SoundCloud page. Yeah, Kevin Michael Dean. He contributed absolutely nothing to the conversation, yeah, but it was I nice know. to have him there. He just giggled a couple times. He just hung out. Yeah. He was like, yeah, cool. He fist bumped me one time. Nice. That's yeah, how you know which, you're in. Yeah. It was awesome. There's no way a listener can tell that he did that. No. Well, we, you, yeah, probably not, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Uh, go to kurgies.com and you can use... The promo code NOTHING in all caps to get you some damn slippers. Uh, 15% off your first order, baby. Do that. Do it in the name of knowledge. In the uh, name of Christ. In the name of Christ. The power of Christ <laughs> compels you to buy Kirkies. Uh What else? Uh, find us on Twitter. I'm at Pat Dean. On Instagram, I'm at DeanManP. Uh, ben, on both those uh, terrible platforms, is at Grizzleporn. G-R-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Terrible uh, so, names for terrible platforms. And for terrible people. Yeah. So go ahead and do that. Uh, ben, the truth sucks. Time is a son of a bitch. Your tits are the shit. <laughs> and if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs>